Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Somebody go ahead put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Shout it out. I said shout it out. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you that the enemy is defeated. Thank you for your grace, thank you for your mercies, thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for the gift of life and the privilege to be part of the living. We don't take it for granted, Lord. Above all, we say, may we never cease to worship you. May we never cease to praise you. You are our God. We love you, Lord. In Jesus mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated in heavenly places. Wow, what a blessing. All right. We've gotten into a very important aspect of our meeting. And this is the time that we worship God also with our substance. Amen. We worship God with our songs, with our dances, bodily movements, with our smiles and all that. But it's also important to worship the Lord with your substance. Amen. And before you give, I want you to be guided by scripture. Amen. The good things that you do, if it's not guided by scripture, it's not beneficial as it should be. So you should always allow your doings to be guided by the word of God. Amen. Because God fulfills his promises. Hallelujah. So turn your Bibles with me to 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel chapter 7. 2 Samuel chapter 7. Is it in your Bible? All right. Is 2 Samuel in your Bible? If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. Okay, so I'm reading from verse number one. We read and we pray and God will bless our giving. Amen. The Bible says, And it came to pass when the king sat in his house and the Lord had given him rest round about from all his enemies. He's talking about a king, David. That a king said unto Nathan, the prophet, see now, I dwell in an house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelled within curtains. 
And Nathan said unto the king, Go do all that is in thy hearts, for the Lord is with thee. And it came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came unto Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, Thou sayest the Lord, Shalt thou build me an house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day. But I have walked in a tent and in tabernacles in all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel. Speak I a word with any of the tribes of Israel, whom I have commanded to feed my people Israel, saying, Why build ye not me an house of cedar? Now therefore go, now therefore so shall thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep courts, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people over Israel, and I was with thee, whithersoever thou wentest, and I have cut off all thine enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name, like unto the name of great men that are in the earth. 10. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them that they may dwell in peace of their own. Sorry, they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. And as, and as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel and have caused thee to rest from all thine enemies, also the Lord telleth thee that he shall make thee an house. Hallelujah. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build he shall build an house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. But my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. Hallelujah. Amen. 17. The Bible says, according to all these words and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. Amen. This is a very important scripture. And... uh when we, last week and the week before, we read from Genesis, we saw how Jacob also, he was traveling. And Bible says that it became, the, 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 the sun went down and he took 
stone and he used it as a pillow. And that night he saw angels ascending and descending. And he saw that where he was was a dreadful place, the gate of heaven. And it was the house of God. And he vowed, God said, I will be with you wherever you go. I will give you bread to eat. I will give you uh, uh, raiment to put on. And I will not leave you until I have done what I have told you. Hallelujah. And Bible says that Jacob woke up and he vowed a vow. And he said, if the Lord will be with me, hallelujah, wherever I go, and he will bring me back into my father's house, then the stone, which was a pillow, will be the Lord's house. And of all that the Lord will give me, I'm surely going to give him the tent. Hallelujah. And we come to this place and we also read about David. Are you here? So the first story that we saw, Jacob was showing us that it takes the Lord to have what to eat. It takes the Lord to have what to wear. It takes the Lord for the year to go and come and you are still alive. It takes the Lord for you to fulfill your destiny. Hallelujah. So he vowed, if, he said, if the Lord will be with me. Hallelujah. And we come to Second uh, Samuel. Now is a king. And the amazing thing is that the king, even though he was a king and all the people were his subjects, but one of the subjects was his pastor. Even though he was a king, he had enough respect that I am a king, but pastors are special. Amen. This is what Saul did not do, and he lost the kingdom. How many remember that when someone delayed to come and sacrifice, Saul took upon himself and he did the sacrifice. That is how. You see, there are people that don't honor God and don't respect God. No matter who you are, even if you are an inventor, a managing director, you are a business tycoon, you can be bossy towards your employees and your members. But when it comes to God, you need to honor God. Hallelujah. And we see in King David that one of his subjects was a pastor by name, Prophet Nathan. And David said, I am living in a house of cedar. I have a mansion. I have a beautiful place to stay. How can the house of God be so, um, what do you call it? The house of God is inappropriate. It's intense. In tabernacles. And he said to the prophet, I cannot sleep and sleep when I am sleeping in a luxurious palace. A house of cedar and the house of God where God dwells is intense and in a place that is not comely, that is not nice. So he told Nathan that I am going to build something for the Lord. And the prophet said, go and do whatever is in your heart. The Lord is with you. But Bible says when the prophet left that night, that night, 
God came to the prophet and he said, go and tell my servant David. Go and tell. God was so touched. He said, from the time, during the time of Moses, you know, after the time that David was around, he said, nobody has thought about me that I am a God that can also dwell in a nice place. They only pray to me to get what they want and use it on themselves. I have blessed them. I have given them so many things. None, none. So he said, did I even mention it? I did not even mention it. One of the things that God said is, where are you getting this idea from? It's so amazing that you have come out with a fantastic idea to build me a house because I never even said it to them because they won't do it. In other words, if I had said it to them, then you will know that I need something like this. Hello? Are you understanding that? It's like God says that build me a house and the people are not able to do. Then David comes and said, okay, the house of God that nobody was able to do, let me do it. He had not mentioned it, but he thought about it, hallelujah, on his own, that I cannot be in the house of cedar and the house of God is intense and God moves in tabernacles and God was emotional, hallelujah. You see, when you think positively and good about your God, you rather will be blessed over and above. Hallelujah. So God told Nathan, he said, go and say to my servants, he shouldn't build me a house. But for the good thoughts, for just conceiving the idea that he wants to build a place for me, I will build him a house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May your good thought turn onto something good for you. May your good, may your good uh, 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 aspiration bring you fortunes. Amen. God said that, look, David shouldn't build me a house. Tell him that his son, because of the thought he has towards me, when he's old and dies, I'm going to raise his seed to be a king, and I will keep his kingdom forever. Hallelujah. And God promised, he said, because of what you have even decided to do, your kingdom, there will always be somebody to sit on your throne. Hallelujah. To the extent that even Jesus, he came to sit on the throne of his father, David. Hallelujah. Are you here? And not only that, but God also promised, he said, you know what? To err is human. Human being, we commit a lot of mistakes. But I'm promising you that even if you are not there and your sons, the king, they do mistake, I am promising you that I'm not going to cast him away. I will, he said, when he does something wrong, I will correct him. I will chastise him with the rod of man. I will, I will just beat him like how human beings correct people. And I will just allow him. They said, and my mercy. Can you see it? Let's let go to the verse number 14 quickly. As He said, I will be his father. Are you there? And he shall be my son. If he commits iniquity. Now, iniquity is different from a sin. Sin is anything that you do wrongly. Known or unknown. But iniquity is a planned sin. Do you understand? 
How many are seeing the difference? So, you plan to do something wrong. Hello? You plan to do something wrong. And you go ahead to do it. Maybe you are sitting here. You say that tomorrow I'm going. (laughs) Not that you don't know. But you helplessly follow your desires and do the wrong things. So you cannot say even the Lord, I'm sorry, I did not know. How many understand what I'm talking about? That one is called iniquity. You plan. You have invited a girl and you have poured something in the glass that the lady cannot see. It's iniquity. Okay. Before I forget about what I'm doing. But God says that God did not say if he commits sin. He said if he commits iniquity, it's like even the planned things, the things that I shouldn't forgive, not that he mistakenly, even if he does something intentional, he said, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. Hallelujah. Then look at 15. Oh, I like it. And God said, but my mercy, hallelujah, shall not depart away from him. As I took it from Saul. Can you see it? Yeah. Whom I put away before thee. Hallelujah. And why is all this thing coming up? Because somebody decided to give an offering, give a tithe, and build a house. For the name of the Lord. And God said that you, you cannot build. But you see it, it provoked. It provoked God. God himself came. And said that you you want to help me. Small girl like you. You can't even pass your exams. You want to help me. Okay wait. I'm going to give you a husband. I will build you a house. I will, then God begins to now load blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody can outgive God. God's palm is bigger than your palm. Just give and allow God to do what He has said He will do. Don't have evil thought concerning God. Hallelujah. Don't think that God is not able to take care of you. No. No. Have a good thought. Be positive. Hallelujah. Yeah. And you will be blessed beyond measure. Amen. This morning, as you give your offering, this morning, as you give your tithe, as you sow a seed to help the burden of the kingdom of God, have in mind that to give is more blessing than to receive. Hallelujah. And I pray that the mercies of God will never be taken away from you. I pray that even when you commit iniquity, Tell somebody, Pastor, I like this one. Tell somebody that my, my issues are not sin. I think that now I know what is happening. Somebody said this is prepaid forgiveness. Forgiveness prepaid. Hallelujah. He said even if you commit iniquity, I would just beat you small and say carry on hallelujah have you watched a football match that the referee every little touch then infringement <laughs> pee-pee, pee-pee. the ball is not nice can you see 
by some of the referees that play on. Play on. God said to David, because of your intention, I will say to your uh, son and your descendant, play on. Even when they do something, I will say, play on. Carry on. I'm not going to judge them. I'm not going to kill them. I'm not going to take away the throne. This morning, that is the prayer I pray for you. May the mercies of God be sure in your life. May the mercies of God be sure in every circumstance. On your children. In your family. Over, over, over everything that you care for. In the name of Jesus. May the known and unknown sins that we've committed be forgiven. In the name of Jesus. You know, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. So it is our sin that gradually kills us. So whatever sin we have committed that is killing us gradually, may God forgive our sins. May he forgive us and heal our bodies and heal our minds and heal our souls in the name of Jesus. Sins that you don't even know about. Sometimes sins from our ancestry. Sins that our fathers and mothers committed. Now it's on us. The last time we read a, a, a scripture, I think it was Exodus chapter, is it uh, Ezekiel chapter 18? Ezekiel chapter 18. It said, The fathers have eaten a sore grip, and the teeth of the children are set on the edge. It's not you who did the wrong thing. Are you there? Okay. I said, What mean ye? And what. You use this proverb concerning the land of Israel, saying, The fathers have eaten sore grapes, and the children's teeth are set on the edge. So sometimes there are things that are going on in your life that it's not you. It's not you at all. It's not you. Yeah. Your mother, in the name of protecting you, going to a shrine, this home, and it brings a lot of untold hardship. So you wake up one day and there are things in your life that you cannot understand. Depression, confusion, poverty, you don't understand. But I like what the Bible says when you go to verse number 3. Go to verse 3. It said, this is what God said. But it said, as I live, saith the Lord God, ye shall not have occasion anymore to use this proverb in Israel. Hallelujah. It said, God says that as I live, I'm going to make sure that anything that your father, your mother did that brought the effect on you will never be on you any longer. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. That means that he's dealing with it. He's taking that thing away. Amen. Yeah. And this morning, I want us to take, take your offering, take your tithe, take your seed, and let give. I'm about to pray. I'm about to pray. And I'm praying. That that same mercy that God showed David, the same grace that God showed, the favor that came over the king will be our portion. So please take your offering. This is our account number. You can give straight into it. If you are paying your tithe, please use your cell phone number and your name as a reference and God will bless you. Lift it high and let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the promise that not only our sins, but even our iniquities will be forgiven. The things we have done willingly and the things we have done not knowing. Father, we pray for your forgiveness. It is your forgiveness that brings your healing. It is your forgiveness that qualifies us for your blessings. It is your forgiveness that causes us to stand before you tall. It is your forgiveness that brings your mercies. It is your forgiveness that brings your blessings. Now I declare, let your blessings, let your favor, let your increase and expansion come over your sons and daughters. I pray for promotion. I pray for increase. I pray for the benefits of your grace to be upon us like never before. And Lord, according to your word, you said we should test you when we pay our tithe and see if you will not open the windows of heaven and bless us that there shall not be room enough to contain it. I pray for the blessings that come from heaven above, the open heaven blessings in the name of Jesus. Rebuke the devourer for our sake. And may we not discount our investment. And Lord, according to your word, you said when we give, you will cause men to give back unto us. Press down, shaking together and running over. I declare that these blessings are our portion. We receive it. We walk into it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. What a blessing. You know, I don't know who won, whether the left side or the right side. Which side? Which side won? <laughs> Hallelujah. What a blessing. The Bible says, they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. And in the house of the Lord, there's joy. Hallelujah. So if you cannot be happy in church, you are not allowed to be happy anywhere else. So make sure that you are happy in church. Amen. This is all we've got. We don't go to club. We don't have a tavern we go to. When we come to church, that is all. But I'm reserving my dance for after the preaching. What a shock. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. What a blessing. What a marvelous thing are you doing in our lives. Thank you for the joy of our salvation. Thank you for your spirit of joy that is upon us. Thank you for healing our bodies. And thank you for the change in our lives. This is you at work. This morning we ask that have your way. Let your will be done. Grant us understanding hearts. And let your word come and clean us, wash us, purify us, and may we be fed by your spirit. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated in heavenly places. Anakazo. Okay, so Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14, we are reading from verse number 16. Can you please take your Bible to Luke chapter 14, and we are reading from verse number 16. A very important subject that will change 
your life. Luke chapter 14. Is it there in your Bible? If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. All right. I'm waiting. Luke chapter 14. I'm reading from the verse number 16. Can we read it together? One go. Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bed many, and sent his servant at supper time to call to him, to them, sorry, that were bidden. Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one concept began to make excuse. The first said, Unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said unto his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor, and the maimed, and the hot, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. 24. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Fantastic. So this is a very important story. And in this story, there is a lot of things in it for us. Hello? Are you here? There's a lot of uh, truth and revelation in it for us to cause us never to fail. Or in this story, we gain powerful truth that will let you succeed in whatever you are doing. Whether you are a student, a worker, artisan, a contractor, whoever you are, in this story is embedded, it's loaded with nuggets, truth, revelation, understanding, powerful uh, uh, truth that will cause you to be somebody who will never lack in this life. I did not hear a lot of this. Amen. Amen. I see the truth in his word liberating you, Amen. setting you free, Amen. and causing you to have something that you have never imagined you could have. Amen. Amen. So the story, Bible says a certain man had a great supper. And before, it's like you are having a wedding. And before the wedding or before the party, he invited people. And when everything had been prepared, the time came for the occasion to start. And he asked his servant, go and call the people that I have invited to come. And Bible says, with excuse, one, all of them began to make excuse. Are you there? And none of the people who were invited came. So here, 
Somebody has spent a lot of money to cook. I'm sure decals were done. I'm sure drinks and different things, carpet, red carpet, different things were done. And suddenly, he's about to have a filled event. The event is failing before his eyes. The thing is not working. You are selling. You have opened a business. You are doing something. And you can see that failure is staring at you. You've been to school. You are a graduate. But you can see unemployment is staring at you. How do you overcome all the challenges, all the impossible? You cannot force somebody who says he will not come. The first one says that I will not come. The second one says I will not come. The third one, that one, he said, I have married a, a wife. Therefore, I cannot come. Simple. But we see over here that this man did not allow his party to be destroyed. This man did not allow himself to be discouraged. He did not allow the excuses and the invited guests who did not come to spoil or to ruin his uh, event. He went ahead and developed an instant strategy and did things that made his program successful. Hallelujah. So that is what the Lord is showing us. And who is this man? This man in this uh, story is talking about the Lord himself. So you can take the Lord himself to be the person who is having this great party. God wants all of us to be in heaven. God wants all of us. He's, I mean, sent his son to come and die for us and all that. And he's inviting everyone to come. That's what the Bible says. He came unto his own. The Jews received him not. Then he turned unto the Gentiles. So the story applies to the Lord himself. He wants everybody to come to heaven. Important people, professors, accountants. But often these people don't want to come. And he turns. He said, look, if you are not coming, I'm not going to have a heaven that is filled with uh, no one. I'm going to turn to those who will come. Hallelujah. And this story also shows what the Lord is doing and where is his house. It could also be the church. The church that we are in. This is the church that God is building. Through the church you get to heaven. Amen. And as we prepare for each service, Sunday, Tuesday, different days, we invite people, we want people to come. But the people you expect them to come, sometimes they don't come. And we don't need to have empty services. We don't need to have empty churches. So we need to devise a way to have people fill the church. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is exactly what this man did. It's so amazing that this man, you know, when they came and told him, he said, I'll go to the street and the highway. They went and brought in all the people that they were not ready to come. And the servants came and told him, he said, we have done as you have said, but there is still room. Then he said to them, now go and bring the sick people. Go and bring the blind ones, the sick ones, the maimed, deformed, dis- disabled people. I want my house to be full. 
Hallelujah. And it is the same thing that God is doing today. God wants to save the world. He has already sent his son to come and die for the world. So we need to go as his servants. Hallelujah. We need to go as his servant to invite, to call them, to bring them in. And the word that he used in the final uh, verse number 23, it says, now don't go and just bring them. Don't go and invite them. Don't just call them, but compel. Can you see? So the first one, he said he bid, he invited. They made excuse. He called them. They said they are not coming. Then when the servant told the master, the master said, now go and bring them. They went and brought in some people. But the servant told them, we have done, as you have said. But still, there is room. Hallelujah. And now he tells them that now you can no longer bring them. Go and compel. Go and force. Drive. Make it necessary. Go and necessitate. Hallelujah. What is the meaning of compel? To drive. To force. To press them. Uh huh. To push. And to do what again? Okay. There's a lot of to urge them to push, uh huh, to press. Okay, to prevail on, to bully into, to intimidate into, to terrorize into, to oblige. Amen. Yeah, if you push, you, you bully somebody to heaven and he doesn't want to be in heaven. It's up to him. When you go to heaven and you don't want to be there, then you can. You know, you see, it's like there is no reason why somebody should go to hell. That is what the Lord is saying. That no matter, do whatever it takes to bring somebody from the list of hell to be a candidate for heaven. Hallelujah. Are you there? And God is expecting us to do that. But today, what I want to share with you is, he said, a certain man prepare. So the Anakazo man prepares. Wow. Hallelujah. Anakazo man prepares. Amen. 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 I'm going to share one or two, then we will be out of here. We don't have time. Preparation is what is going to make you succeed. If you don't prepare, you are not going to do well. Hallelujah. Preparation, proper preparation prevents poor performance. When you prepare well. How many have been there you are going to write exams and you notice that you are not prepared? (laughs) Even this morning coming to church, you notice that you, you were not prepared. You see, if you don't prepare, it means you are preparing for something else. Failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Whether you know it or not. Hello? Sometimes you speak by not speaking. If you don't say yes, it means you have said no, even if you don't talk. Are you here? So when you don't prepare for life, so many of us have not prepared for life. You are in life, but you have not prepared. 
But the Bible said, Anakazo man, the person who is going to be successful, who will have a, a third house, who is not ready to allow things in life to go the way they are going, prepares. So the first thing is that he prepares. Can we have it in verse? A certain man prepared what? A great supper. Have you prepared for your life? Have you prepared for your future? The way you are living your life. What have you prepared when you get 60? Are you prepared? Is it there are people that when I see them, I can notice that they are not prepared. Beautiful ladies. Educated, but they are not prepared to marry an important person. The way you prepare, is it how even you dress, you take care of yourself, and how you walk, how you talk, is a preparation for even who, who should marry you. But if you see a lady and it's walking like, like this, you are walking like you don't like, well, you are preparing for another kind of person. Your walking is even a preparation. The hair you do is a preparation. How you dress is a preparation. How you talk is a preparation. Hello? The dress. You see, when whatever you are doing is a preparation. You cannot expect a certain person to marry you with, with you know, they are, they, they are not here, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Even you, when you see, you are a lady, but you can see another lady, you see the way the lady has dressed. Mm. Even you as a lady, you, you, you become a bit worried. What occurs to you? What occurs to you, you know, the dress that you wear is like a net. I'm not saying that you are wearing a net dress, but I'm saying that every dress, even the dress that you are wearing is like a net. It catches specific type of fish or fishes. You see, nets have sizes. So how you dress attracts specific fish. If you dress with your nipples showing, it attracts specific men. If you, you dress naked, it attracts. So that your dressing is a net that will catch. If you paint your, your lips with uh, what? Move. Lilac. You, the, the down is red. The, it, it, it's like when you are coming, everybody the yeah. It's, it's, it's a night. I'm saying that what you are preparing for something. Known or unknown to you, your language is preparing you for somebody to propose to you. There are people that when they see how decent you are, how you talk, they themselves say that you are not their type. But they themselves have not prepared for you. And the way you are also behaving, an important person, a proper person, a decent person, a faithful person, will not come closer because you have not prepared for such a person. And a casual person prepares. Breakthrough is when opportunity 
meets preparation. You will never have a breakthrough. You will never have a breakthrough. To have a breakthrough, you must have prepared. You must have prepared already. It's not when the opportunity comes that you are coming to prepare. No. It is when your preparation meets an opportunity, then you have a breakthrough. You have not prepared any opportunity that come will by, by, bypass you. But when you prepare, you don't know when the next opportunity will come. That's why you need to prepare. If you have not prepared, oh, my sister, my brother, I don't know. You need to prepare for your future. You need to, people begin to prepare when, no, your life prepare. Prepare with how. Even what you learn in school is preparation for the work you want to do. What you are studying, you are preparing for life. Friends you have made, you are preparing for life. Where you go to. The things you are doing is a preparation you are making. Whether you know it or not, that is not a point. But I'm saying that an Akazo person prepares. Bible says uh, he prepared. Are you there? Jesus replied with this story. A man prepared a great sub, a feast and sent out many invitations. What have you prepared? When we give you opportunity, are you prepared are you prepared to talk to many people? Are you prepared to be a leader? There are people that if you give them, they, are, they have the qualification. You give them to be just an ordinary employee or supervisor or a manager. They will choose. They qualify to be a manager, but they, they can't because they've not prepared for. They can't stand before people. There are people that they are not preparing to do well in life. They are not preparing. They cannot, they have not prepared for anything. But if you are going to do well, this man, that failure was staring at him. That he did not allow himself to fail. The first thing he did was to prepare. Preparation was there. You know that anyone who comes, there will be something he can eat. The, the, the deco is there. The food is there. I have prepared. The only thing that is left is the, how they will come. But some of, some of us, we have not prepared. So when even the people come, it will be a disgrace. Amen. Yeah. And a castle person prepares. And a castle person prepares. What have you prepared? Have you prepared for life? Have you prepared to be married to an important person? Hello? Are you here? Yes. You need to be an Anakazo man. You need to be an Anakazo woman. Rise up and prepare yourself. Prepare your language should be nice. Prepare to be a good wife. Prepare to be a faithful husband. Prepare to be an important person in this life. You, you see, your preparation will determine what comes to you. Your preparation will determine the breakthroughs that you have. Your preparation, you may have opportunities, but if you are not prepared for, it will just slip by. It will just, you may see, oh, there's a lot of unemployment. There's a lot of employment. There are people that they are looking for, but you are not prepared to be that kind of person. Say, Pastor, uh, no, nobody is uh, uh, proposing to me. You are not prepared. 
You are not prepared. What? What? Look, even as a man, why should a beautiful, uh, understanding, pressure lady respond to your proposal? You need to prepare. Hallelujah. As a church, so I'm a casual person, like I'm saying, they can see as the Lord. The Lord, that's why Jesus said, I'm going to prepare you a place, and when I finish, I will come and take you to myself. Hallelujah. Have you prepared to speak? You are a Basante leader. Have you prepared to preach to 10 people? Have you prepared to preach to 20 people? What is the preparation? Have you read enough? When you have, there are people they are not even prepared to have a graduate in their Basante. Because you don't study. So when you have a knowledgeable person as a member, you, you, you become confused. You don't know what to say. Hello? Hi. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, you can have meeting with three people and you are praying that, Lord, I want more people. Are you prepared to talk to 30 people? Do you know what it takes to talk to 30 people? Are you prepared to have doctors, lawyers, accountants, professionals in your meeting? Prepare. Is there a new knowledge that a, a, a graduate can benefit from? Or they are coming to waste their time in your meeting? Nobody goes to work and wants to move from work and come and while away or waste. He's already tired. So if the meeting you are going to have, you've not prepared, and there is no knowledge, understanding, something that is beneficial, how many are going to come to such a meeting? So it's not God who is not increasing you, but perhaps you are not prepared for the type of people God wants to give you. Am I talking to anyone? And a casual person prepares. That's why when you have our, uh, you see our service, we don't prepare only for the people we know. That is why a song that does not have the words on the screen will never be sung. Because we are preparing, we, we know that a visitor is coming, somebody who doesn't know the words of the song. So we prepare for you. We know that you are coming. You are not used to the song, then you don't know the song. So an casual person prepares. That is why we have, we know that some people will come without a Bible. We have prepared a Bible for you. Wow. The songs are, are, is, is the preparation. We cannot say that we all know the songs. No, you know the song, but we need to prepare for somebody who doesn't know the song. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If not, people who don't know the song will not enjoy your service because you are having the service for yourself. You know the song, the choir know the song, the dancers know the song. Even the dancers start the song. I think we need to have the words. Amen. Amen. I see you preparing. Amen. You are preparing for your future. Amen. You are preparing to do great things in your life. Amen. You are preparing for a great life. Amen. You are preparing for a better life. Amen. You are preparing for a distinguished life. Amen. You are preparing to be an important person. Amen. You are preparing to be an anointed lady pastor. Amen. Sometimes when I, one day I looked at a lady, I looked at her, I said, you are not preparing to be an anointed pastor. The way you are living your life. If one day God anoints you, bless you, hey, it's going to be troublesome. 
You are not preparing. Can you imagine that God anoints you and raises you up? You are talking to thousand people. And more than uh, 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 50 of them have seen your nakedness. You, are still, uh, you, you see the way you are living. You are not prepared to become a certain way. Are you here? Who am I talking to this morning? An Akazo person prepares. Amen. Amen. So I need you to take preparation. Prepare for your life. Prepare. Prepare for whatever. Don't, you see, when you cannot see and you cannot prepare, it means you are not ready for anything. It means you are not, you are not, you are not expecting anything. That is why you've not prepared. But even when you go to school, whatever you are learning, you are preparing for something. How you, you, you decorate yourself, how you dress is a preparation. How your language is a preparation. Your friends is a preparation for the future. What you do in life is a preparation. Hallelujah. Yeah. Some of us, if you became the mother of Jesus, Jesus would have died out of malnutrition. Jesus will be moving around barefoot. You are not prepared to be a mother of an important person. God cannot entrust you with important. Hello? Because as a lady, you are not, you, you can't be a mother. You will, be, you will give your children five runs, then you will see them the next day. You are a mother, you don't even know where your children sleep. You have father, so many things, you are not prepared. So what, how can God entrust you with important things? I see you preparing. Amen. I say, I see you preparing. Amen. And the Bible says he prepares and he sent out many what? Invitation. It is wrong for you to invite few people. It is wrong. God wants his house to be full. So you need to invite. That is why in our church, it doesn't matter whether you are here for the first time or second time or third time. Everyone is a soul winner. Everyone, we encourage you that come again. When you are coming, bring somebody with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Every member is a basenta leader. You can do something for God. You don't need to be the one holding the microphone. You can be dancing. You can be singing. You can do something. Because the whole thing about you being saved, God told Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may save me. He did not say, let my people go so that the pastors will save me. That all the people who are saved, who will come out of Egypt, who will come out of bondage, they must save me. So as a Christian, as a believer, as somebody that God has saved, your duty is to save God. Hallelujah. So don't just come to church alone going to heaven. No. Let your life be a blessing to somebody. Let somebody's life become better because of you. Invite somebody to church. Help somebody to become better. Counsel somebody. Visit somebody. Pray for somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Number two. An Akazo man does not keep to himself. Or he influences many. 
an Akazo person influences many. Bible says he invited. You need to use Anakazo to invite many people. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He invited many people. He invited. Sometimes when I see somebody who is not working, and I said, uh, let me pray over your CV. They bring that prayer over. And I ask them, have you been sending out application? Then they will say yes. How many? They so sometimes two weeks have passed by. You ask them, they say, oh, uh, like three or four. I, I look at the person, I say, are you serious? Like seriously, you have applied for three, four places. That is why you are not employed. When you are unemployed, your employment is looking for a job. Are you here? I say, when you are not employed, I'm employing you, your employment is looking for a job. Until you get a job, I will not pay you. When you get a job, I will pay you through your employer. So I'm employing you as an unemployed. And the work I'm giving you is to look for a job. Look to be employed. When you get, you are working on commission. When you get employed, now the pay will begin to come to you. If you cannot apply 20 to 30, sometimes ask them, I let them do 50 applications a day. You, you, you take a book. You write the name of the company, the position, the salary, the place. You write it. That is the work. You'll be having phone calls. You, 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 phone call, you know. This one, I'm going here. This time, the, the work is to look for employment. You cannot apply. <laughs> you cannot apply for 10 places. No. Apply and change your CV to suit all the applications. Don't use one, one uh, uh, CV for all the job. No. Every job, whatever they say, you change it to fit it. Then you send it. Then you record the name of the company, the position, the contact person, and the salary. So that when they call you, you take your book quickly to see who you are talking to. <laughs> that is the employment. And I can use Anakazo to influence many people. Hallelujah. This man did not have his friends. His friends came and made excuses. What did the first person say? I've bought a land. Now, if you've bought a land, is it supper time, evening, that you go and inspect a land? Will you know whether the place is even a good land that you've bought? Nobody goes and inspects a land at night. Do you, do you agree? Yeah. Most of the excuses, are, there's no excuse for making an excuse. In the day that we were talking, there were no even electricity. There were no floodlights that said that they would bring. No. They were making excuses. The second one says, I have bought five oxen. If you bought a car, is it night that you are going to inspect it? And the last one says, I have married a wife. Now, if you have married a wife and somebody is having a dinner, is it not the place that you will take your wife to? So you need to understand that people don't 
do what you want them to do because they don't want to. Don't accept any excuse. When people don't want to do what they have to do, they make excuses. But if they will do it, they will find a way. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? And an Akazo person, he said, go to the, uh, the city. The first place he went, to the city and to the lanes. To the city and to the lanes. He influenced many people. Many, the city and the lanes. And they came and said that we have done, but there is still room. Hallelujah. Amen. Then he said that now, Go further, not to the street, not to the city, but go to the highway. That's far places. Like I was talking about the last time. If you are not having success in a certain place, go to another place. You have success. What you are not breaking through here, you break through at another place. Hallelujah. Are you here? Are you there? So Anakazo person influences people. You need to use Anakazo. You need to be very uh, uh, shameless and confident and bold and forceful. That's why everyone, if you have a Nigerian friend, you need to learn from. I, I, you know, I like the Nigerian spirit. Forceful. That's why they do well. Oh, yes. The Nigerian spirit is different from the Ghanaian spirit. It is different from that of South African spirit. You, you see how you are playing football, they pass ball, then you wait for the ball to come. No. No. They will go for the ball. If you are going to be a successful, but that's why you go to Nigeria, the churches are big because there's a drive. I have not seen a phlegmatic Nigerian before. <laughs> you need to learn. You need to learn that, hey, you need to be forceful. You need to get things done. If you are going to be sitting down, then nothing is going to be given to you on a silver platter. You need to rise up and say, that, hey, if the mountain, uh, uh, Muhammad will not go to the mountain, the mountain must come to Muhammad now. It's either you are coming or I'm coming for you. If persuasion fails, force will be applied. You need to get it by force, by fire. Yeah, that is what we learn. Biazo and Anedea. Bible says, since the time of John the Baptist, the gospel or the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent will take it by force. There are things that is not going to be given to you. Look at even your Christian life. God send his son to come and die a disgraceful and painful death for your healing, for your deliverance, for your prosperity. But the devil is not allowing you to have all those things. The devil is not allowing you. Even though you are free, but he is still deceiving you. You need to rob. You need to back at the enemy. If you, life is not fair. If you think that you are going to see a dog and you behave like a lady. A dog is coming to bite you. Say, hey, please don't do it. Hey. Hey, please, I don't like what you're... You are too ladies. Hey, please, the dog is trying to bite me. 
You need to forget about your pencil and turn and back at the dog. The devil is like a dog. The Bible says your adversary like a roaring lion, seeking. He is not like, it means he is not. The devil is not a lion. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. The devil is not, but he behaves like. So if you are going to allow the enemy is going to threaten you, it's going to cause you to be afraid. You need to turn and back and roll back at the enemy. Life is not going to throw things at you free. No, 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 no. You need to take yourself serious. You need to get busy and get the solution. Get it by force, by fire. Ask yourself, does people pass this subject? This subject that I'm trying do people pass? Then I must pass. Do people pass? Then I must pass. Do people get employed? I must be employed. Are there companies that are making profit? I must make profit. You need to include yourself. You, you see, give yourself the opportunity to succeed. Don't think that success will be thrown at you. You are sleeping while you are joking. <laughs> you wake up and you have succeeded. You are daydreaming. You are seeing a nice man coming as you, uh, in your dream. As you are, instead of waking up to get something to do, you are manufacturing a dream. You've seen a tall guy with mustache and beard coming and say, hello, baby. Hey! Rise up. Remove the blanket and get something. Learn how to walk. They have people who are walking cars. You'll be there and be throwing your legs. You are spoiling our prayers. We have prayed for you several times. It's not working. Rise up and learn how to walk. Rise up and learn how to sit. A lady, you sit and you forpin yourself. Are you a gate or a wall? Learn how to sit. When you sit, a lady, wherever you sit, somebody will have to come and touch you there. Sit well. Who, what are you doing? Who, whose work should that be? Lady, you are going, you have forgotten that. You have not brushed your teeth. You are, hey. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Are you here? Yeah. Nothing is going to throw. This man, he had prepared. Can you afford to have party with people you have not seen before? That is why he was successful. You want to have party with only known friends. Are you prepared to have party with sick people, disabled and he determined, he determined the, the goal before even he started. He planned what, he said, I need a third house. As for a party, it is when more people are there. Three people coming for a party doesn't make the party nice. So for my party, my, my party to be nice, the place should be full. Whether it's one eyed person or uh, it doesn't matter, the place should be full. And as far as the place was not full, the guy was not ready. Said, so go out there. Some of you, you treat performance as a result. You have not performed until you have a result. You ask the guys that I work with. Ask the people that I work with. If you don't finish, no work done. No matter 
how much time you have spent. I look for only results. Oh, yes. You cannot tell me you, you, you were doing it for four hours and it did not work. I only work with results. Is, is it true? It's true, Bishop. Yeah. It's been working with me. We come in the evening. We work it through the morning. If we, get, we don't get the results, too bad. Too bad. Even when you sit down to study, you are studying places that you yourself know that will not come in the exams. Who are you deceiving? <laughs> Who are you deceiving? You are, you are reading. You know the difficult areas that you need to study. You have jumped there. This one is difficult. Then you jump. Then you jump. Oh. You are joking. An acaso person influences many. Hallelujah. Are you ready to have a party with people you have not known? Are you ready to have a party with sick people, disabled people, all of them? They will be screaming, you are seeing the person for the first time. But he's in your party. Say, all I want is a third house. Some of us, we have not even determined our objective in life. You don't know what you want. You don't know what, what you want. That's why my prayer is that you don't need to go and confuse anybody's son or anybody's daughter. You, you don't even know what makes you happy. Who can make you happy in this life? You yourself don't know what makes you happy. God himself cannot even know make you happy. You are as confused as night. You can, you can decide, okay, this. So you don't know what makes you happy. You don't know what you want. You don't know what you want. But this man, he started, he defined, he said, I want a third house. Hallelujah. Do you know your purpose in life? Do you know what you have set out to achieve? Don't be distracted from it. The excuse does not distract this man. Hello? The, the rejection, he was rejected by three people. Say, Pastor, I've also been rejected by three guys, so I don't want to marry again. This man did not say that he will not get uh, uh, the party done. Only three people have refused you and said that, no, 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 the fourth person may work. I said the fourth person may work. Amen. Yeah, the fifth person may work. A guy, everybody says no, the tenth person may work. The guy was not prepared as far as there was room. Hallelujah. Amen. As far as there was room, he said, we are not going to continue until the place is full. So set out. What are you looking in life? What is it? What is your objective? What do you want to achieve? Let it be before you. And don't be distracted. Don't allow friends. Don't allow uh, colleagues. Don't allow people who are aimless. Your vision will make you. You don't make your vision. But many people don't have vision. When you have vision, the vision makes you. The vision that you have will make you have certain kinds of friends. The vision will let you go to certain kinds of places. The vision will let you read certain kinds of books. The vision will let you do certain things. The vision you have, what you want to achieve is what will guide you. But once you don't know what you want, that's why you wake up, there's no vision for the day. 
There's no vision for the week. There's no vision for the month. So anybody who comes, oh, go and see me off, you go. As you finish, another person, you are just moving up and down like Satan. You just go to and fro. Because there's no vision. There's nothing. So you cannot even obtain help. If now, if now, I ask you, what is the one thing that you want God to do for you? You will see the confusion. Not two. Just one thing. Because Jesus told Martha, one thing is needful. At any given point in your life, there must be only one thing that you, you, you are trying to get. That doesn't mean you don't have a list of it. But the list, there must be a priority. There must be one that is on top of it. When that one goes off, then another one comes on top. But you are confused. You want to do four things at the same time. No. Jesus said, one thing is needful at any given time in your life. At any point of the year. Whatever you are doing, one thing. And you need to define that one thing. Yes, there are four things you need to get. But what is the one thing that you need to get before the rest? You need to be able to think through, sit down, think through. Hello? If God asks you right now, it will be a problem. But those who succeeded, like Solomon, he asked God for only wisdom. When he gave an offering and God came and asked, what should I do? He said, I need wisdom to judge your people. I've become a king. And the only thing I need to be able to be a good judge is the wisdom. And you see, the one thing that is needful Someone became the richest person who has ever lived. What is the one thing that is needful? Have you determined what is it that you are living for? This man was able to say that I need a filled house. It doesn't matter. Hello? Whether it's a, a village people who fill the church, whether it's all I want is that a filled house. Amen. Begin to prepare and begin to have objectives. Begin to set out what is the result. What is it that you are? The Bible says, my people perish. Where there's no vision, you will perish. Vision will guide you. Vision, vision, your purpose. What is it that you are trying to achieve? Hallelujah. Are you here? And the last one for today is that you need to use anakazo so that you never cancel your service. Anakazo man does not cancel his service. Some of you are going somewhere, somebody goes, oh, you know what, I will do it. You, you keep postponing things. Last year, you said you do something, you couldn't, last two years, every year there's something you say, you keep postponing. It's been five years, you've not been able to do it. Get, get on it. Get on it. Start it. I said what? Start it. Don't keep postponing it any longer. You like postponing. Even to wake up. Hey! Hey! Sissy, to wake up. You'll be, 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 you'll
something. You have slept for 10 hours. And it's time for you to wake up. He said you are summarizing the sleep. And you have stretched yourself. And you folded the blanket. You know how to do You lift the blanket and it comes under your leg. So that your, your feet will not be cold. Then you stretch. Hey! What kind of star is this? Get up! Get up! Every day you want to send a message to the workplace that you can't come to work. You can't. I will be late. I will be late. Hey, rise up. And a casual man, and a casual woman does not cancel. Amen. Amen. Go, go. You have settled something. Get it done. Take it out of the plate. Amen. Amen. Life will not get simpler. Whatever you need to do, do it. Don't say that tomorrow. Do you know what tomorrow brings? Do you know what tomorrow will bring? I tell the student that this is the best life you can have. You have more time. If you think that you don't have a time as a student, wait till you finish. You are going to be a worker, a husband, a mother, a wife. A, you see that? It's like a rolling stone. It gathers. Life will never be simpler. I tell somebody, life will never be simpler. This is the simplest you can get. Get wisdom. This is the best. This is the best. You are at your best. So do the best. Don't say, oh, uh, I, I would. No, 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 no. Whatever. Do the best in every given opportunity, in any given situation. Do what you can. Hello? Hi. Don't just say, oh, I, I would do. No, you may never have the opportunity. I tell people, they are coming to uh, get me. So we want to do a traditional uh, wedding. Then uh, 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 five years later, we'll do the proper one. I say, proper one where? (laughs) Proper one. Whatever you are doing, that is it. That is it. If you go to the home affairs, you do it. That is is it. You notice that life doesn't get... Do you think that there's money somewhere that... (laughs) You will get busier. They will know whatever you want to do, just do it. That is it. Do the best you can do in every given opportunity. Don't cancel. Are you here? This man could have just been so sad. He said, hey, open the freezer, put the food back. They said, he said, No, 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 no. We have fixed the date. This is the day we said we are having it. The people are not coming. Go out. Have Plan B, whatever you need to do, the thing has come on. Amen. Amen. You've been saying you you do this. You've been saying you you will fast. You say that you get the bad friends away from your life. It's been five years. These bad friends are still in your life. You know the people that are not making you succeed. Every year, oh, I will be spiritual. This year I will fast and read. This year I will pray. You have been praying in your mind for five years. In your mind, everything is in your mind. But I like I like the prodigal son. Bible says he said, "I will go." He said into it. So when he came into himself, he said, "How many high servants in my father's house have bread enough to eat and to spare? And I'm here, perishing, fighting with pigs over food. I will go and beg my father." And I will say to him, I have sinned before heaven and before you, and I'm not worthy to be 
courtesy and make me one of your servants. And the Bible said, and he arose. He did not just say it. After he said that I will go. Bible said that and he arose. Mm-hmm. Can you see? And he arose and came to his father. It wasn't just a thought. You have had enough dream, my brother. One day I had a, a brother who is always talking about company, company on paper, company and deceiving uh, girls with it, company on paper. I wonder, I said that, be careful you don't go, man. You have more than 10 companies that you have formed on paper. Not, not one, at least that one. And, and he had a way of speaking. And I don't know how ladies also like confident tricksters. People that tell lies. You know, you know, this company is going to me. I say, look at somebody. Look at somebody. You have 10 companies. This one, you'll be there. And he was making the ladies that are falling for you. You'll be the managing director of this one. You'll be there. I say, look, look, look at somebody. Making people managing directors of company that doesn't exist. And the ladies are uh, dying for him. (laughs) Don't defer anything any longer. Tell the person, tell the person sitting by, Pastor is talking to you. Tell the person, I think Pastor knows about your particular situation. Ask the person, are you not the one who said you will be spiritual? Ask the person, are you not the one who said you you will go to school again? Ask the person, where is the master's degree? Ask the when when are you starting the bar center? Ask the person, when are you going to fast and pray? You have fasted and prayed in your mind for a long time. You have fasted in your mind. You have preached in your mind. You have started the basenta in your mind. People were at the... Even you have had your wedding in your mind. Almost every other week, you have your wedding on your bed. Almost every other week. I don't want to say the other one. Because some of you, you have grown slim in your mind. You say you do exercise. You eat small. You don't overeat. In your mind, in your mind, you don't overeat. You eat small. You drink water. But in the actual case, where you wake up, you say, oh, uh, this one, forget it. Let, let, let me eat very well today. Then I will start tomorrow. Hey! You, you have gone to virgin active in your mind. You have reduced your food intake in your mind. Every day, say this week, I'm going to just be drinking water. I will eat light. And you are putting on weight. You know the right thing, but an Akazo man, an Akazo person does not cancel in the face of all. See, see, the way you are putting on weight. The way before you notice your feet is also small. <laughs> your feet is small, it cannot support you. 
if even you had a big feet, then you say that it will, you can be stabilized. But your feet is small. When you gain weight, you see that, yeah, that's, so, that's why many people, when they grow big, they have to give them uh, uh, wheelchairs. Because the feet is small. The feet is not made for you to grow big, but you like things. You like jam. You like uh, eggs. You like chisimiyama. You, uh, you like magunya and liver. You are always morning, early morning, magunya, liver, and coke. And you have not brushed your teeth, but you have your magunya with, uh, uh, what do you call it? Liver and ketchup, something red on it. And, and, and coke, and you have eaten, you have not prayed there, then you, be, you beg. Then you are there, you are thinking that maybe today is not a good day to go to work. Hey! Hey! No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no. You said this friend, you know this friend, when it comes, you are a good Christian, but this friend, when it comes, the things you talk about, by the time the person leaves, you have become carnal. And the thoughts. The, 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 the application on your phone, delete it. Delete it. It's always taking you to porn sites. You say you delete it. You look at it to warm yourself, then you put it down. Delete it! So the app is absolutely. You have even changed the name of the application. So when we see it, we think that is Excel. We think that it's a it's a picture, but it is something else. Who are you deceiving? Delete it. This boy has cheated on you, has beaten you, misused you, reused you, refused you, you know you need to break up. <laughs> You've been recycled. <laughs> and in the day, my pastor, I love him. Hey. Foolish girl, you love who? <laughs> Delete the guy from your life instantly. <laughs> Tell somebody, Damn that dude. That dude must be damned. Somebody who is beating you, it's not worth it. But it's like, I don't know how to do it. You need to find a way to do it, my sister. If you are to do well. Hallelujah. And a casual person doesn't cancel. Don't cancel your Basenta meeting. When a drizzling, drizzling, small drizzling, you say... You started, you woke up and you called. You said, hey, I have to, you don't have to go to work. Go to work. You like, you like staying in the house too much. Too much, Bishop, too much. You cough. <clears throat> then you are asking, I think I'm not well. If you are not well, you will know. Who are you asking you think you are not well? You are well. Just stop the laziness and get busy. You just stretch yourself. Ah, I think I'm not well. You are well. You are well. You want to cancel something. You want to cancel meeting. You want to. Small when you see darkness, no, you want to sleep. 
when you see that small darkness. Small darkness, he want to sleep. No, 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 no. Don't cancel anything. Tell somebody, an accountable person doesn't cancel his meeting. He doesn't cancel his appointment. This man did not cancel his party. The party came on with unknown people. Can you believe it? Yeah, your success determines what you are, you are able to accept. This man accepted new friends, went out of his circle, got new people he, he, he did not know. You are glued to just few people. That's why you will not do well. Are you here? Yeah, some of you are wearing Chinese wig. <laughs> if they were thinking local, if they were thinking, they, they are in China, they have thought about you here. <laughs> that they are here, you can wear it. And you are not thinking about what you can do that will affect many people. You, your thought is only local. You cannot even accept another person. How can you do well? How can you do when you have local thoughts? In an international world, in a global village. You are wearing Chinese wig, you are wearing, uh, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, Brazilian hair. Your nails is coming from India. Different things. You, you, when we call you, you are like a nation. <laughs> your wig is from China, your hands is from somewhere. You are wearing uh, 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 a shirt that is made in UK, an American shoe. You are a global icon. Meanwhile, you are thinking locally. You, you cannot even accept. You cannot even accept that there could be somebody who doesn't speak your language. The fact that you see every black person you speak a local language means that you are programmed, that you are a local, you're a local champion. <laughs> But I see you becoming an international person. You are becoming broad in the name of Jesus. If you don't increase the scope and a castle person, you influence many people. You don't cancel, you see the possibility. Amen. That's why we are on Facebook. Somebody sat in the US, thought about Africa, talked about Asia, thought about all of us that he can do something that everybody will benefit. You are certain that whatever you are doing cannot be used by only you can use it. Oh, this man, he said, Crefos will come. Blind people, they don't see, they should be at the party. Poor people, meme, hot, everyone, we need all of them. Hallelujah. May the spirit of Anakazo come upon you. I see you rising up with the spirit of Anakazo. You will never throw in the towel, you will never give up. With a force and with a drive. Ah, you are taking it by force. You will succeed. You will prevail. You will make it. You can't die before your time. Good health is your portion. You will run your own company. You will live in your own house. You You will ride your own car. The days of taking Uber and taxi is over. In the name of Jesus. You are able to you are able to buy your own car. Amen. You are able to run your own company. Amen. You are becoming an employer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let that business acumen take you. You need the drive. You need the force. Do it. It is possible. Don't cancel it. Make a move. Start it. Start it and it will work. Define. 
They go, prepare, influence people, and don't cancel. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Stand to your feet and let's go. Hallelujah. I want you to lift your voice. You want to pray just uh, a simple prayer to the Lord this morning. You want to say, the Lord, things that I need to deal with, whatever does not allow me to see the future and to prepare for it, whatever causes me to give in, to give up, and to throw in the towel, it ends now. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to him. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mahata Sante. Rondili Mahata. Oh, let the spirit of Anakazo ah, come over your church. Ah, that the church, oh God, will be filled with able men and women with determination and the zeal of your house ah, to fill, oh God, a house, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we call on you. We pray to you. Help us not to cancel. Oh, yes, our agenda and purpose. Oh, yes, Lord. Take away ah, Kayaba. What makes us feel rejected? This man did not feel rejected. Rejection did not eat him up. Oh, yes. Excuses did not stop him. No vacancy will not stop you. Aya barabarabaya sente limo tuba le mahata bande lift your two hands to the Lord and call on him the Lord I receive the grace I receive your grace ah not to feel rejected not to mind oh yes the excuses but to go ahead and fulfill my God given assignment and purpose oh yes I will not cancel I will not cancel and I will do even as you have me to do we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. As we close, you are here. Somebody invited you. Or you came on your own. But you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. And pray for me. I don't want to go to hell. I want to be in heaven. I'm inviting you. Like the Lord sent. To the great feast. I'm inviting you to be born again. To give your life to Jesus. Perhaps you don't even understand what it means to be born again. But all you want to say that, Pastor... I don't want to go to hell. I will want to be in heaven when this life is over. Pray with me and pray for me. If this is what you are saying, I want you to close your eyes wherever you are and lift only your right hand up. Slip it up high above your head and we'll pray together. Yes, stand wherever you are. Wherever you are and lift only your right hand. Lift it up high up above your head. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. Today, today, let the grace of God that brings salvation appear into our lives. May we never be the same in the name of Jesus. Please, if you have lifted your hand, I want you to do one last thing. Move and come to me. Move and come to me here. My sister, come. My brother, come. Please come. Come. From the back, everywhere, come. Come, come, quickly. Come. Right here, right here. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. Please come. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. God bless 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 you. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. 
life today. Give him your life. Give him your life. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. I'm beginning for your very life. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I feel that there are people still in the congregation. Maybe you were once born again. You need the Lord. You serve the Lord, but things have happened. This morning, God will restore you. Restoration is coming. You are thinking, should I do it or should I not do it? My brother, my sister, if you reject such great opportunity for salvation, the door can be closed anytime. And you, you may be alive and never be able to be saved again. There are people who are 60 years, 70 years. They are alive. But the door of salvation was opened. They did not enter. And after now, they are not saved. I want you to move quickly. I'm about to pray. We are about to pray. Move and come. Move and come, my sister. Move and come, my brother. I, I, I think that there are people here who need to come quickly. Quickly. Your heart is beating. God is speaking to you. About four people are here. Move and come. We are waiting for you. God brought you here so that you can make it right with him. So your name will be in the book of life. Move from the back and come. God bless you. God bless you. If you are coming, come quickly. Come quickly. We want to pray. Come. Come. Move and come. Please, all of us in front, can we lift our two hands to the Lord? With our eyes closed, say this prayer with me. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins, of all my mistakes, of all my iniquities. I am sorry for my sins. From today, I repent. From today, I believe in you, Jesus. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Please wash me with your blood. Cleanse me with your blood and write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from this moment, I belong to you. I will follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Thank you, Father, for sending your son to die in my place. In Jesus' name. Say, Satan, from now, I don't belong to you. Therefore, whatever you have in me, I reject it. I refuse it. I rebuke it. In the name of Jesus, I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. And I will follow Jesus all the days of my life. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, now we pray for your sons and daughters. Let the grace of God I bring salvation be their portion. I commend them to your love, to your grace, Lord. 
I pray your deliverance, every form of sickness, every form of pain, every form of condition that the enemy has inflicted upon them. I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. I pray for perfect health. I pray for your healing. I pray for your purpose and your will to be fulfilled in every life here. Lord, may they never be the same. Show them your love. Show them your grace and cause them to know you and to walk with you until we see Oh, your face on that day in heaven. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to me. This decision you've taken is the best decision you've taken in your life. The decision to go to school made us able to read and to write. The decision to work put food on our table. But this decision will take us one day to heaven, and you will never regret. Hallelujah. We have uh, something for you, a book called Born Again. It will help you to know who is born again, that as you are born again, what has happened, and it will help you to grow in your Christian faith. So our uh, brothers here, okay, and sister, they are going to pray with you, and your life will never be the same. Amen. Yeah, all of you, my wife will come and also talk to you. She's going to take care of you also. Amen. Your life will never be the same. So uh, our sister, our lady, Pastor Amda, and all of them, yeah. And uh, I want you to follow our brother who is holding the card. Follow me. Yeah. Yeah. Please, let's follow they will pray with you and you come right back. God bless you. 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 Oh, you can do better. Put your hands together for them. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your hand and pray that Christ will be formed in them, that they will be rooted and they will be grounded in love, that the purposes of God for their lives will be established. That they will love God, they will know God, they will walk with God until the very end. That they will not fall by the wayside. Oh Lord, Father, help your children. Don't let them fall by the side of the road. Oh Lord, we pray. Fill them with your spirit and bless their lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And the rest of us, Lord, we pray that we will be true servants. As we read about the Lord sending his servants to go and call in the people that is invited. We pray that every one of us will become that servant. That from today, every single day, we will move around inviting people, calling people, bringing them into your house. So they can partake of the great supper, the great feast that you have prepared for everyone. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.